we live? Yeah, we're live. We got some people with us here already. M legal. Um, M legal. Let's see. There we go. We got two people with us. All right. How are we doing tonight? So uh, I got to look at the camera and not at the TV. Oh, yeah. Johnny Jones. Uh, welcome to the Velvet Hamster Christmas Bonanza. Uh, this is our first live where uh, we're joining the Chris from Chicago uh, universe uh, with our guy Joe. Joe Kaiser here. Uh, sent a universe to Texas, boy. I, I don't know what that's about. This is new to me. And like, I haven't been on live in a minute. So if there are new features, somebody said like something? there was like up at the top, there's like a, it said like sent something to somebody. I don't, I'm not really sure. So, okay. <laughs> um, but anyway, so uh, what this is is, um, you know, you've seen some of the videos that we posted where um, Velvet Hamster, we now have a podcast where we like to examine movies and take a look at uh, whether or not they hold up, are they good, are they enjoyable, um, things like that. And uh, for the past two weeks, we've done Christmas movies where we, uh, Michael Crowley, thanks for the follow, appreciate that. Uh, we did Home Alone. Yep. And uh, this last week, uh, we did A Christmas Story, uh, which is very fitting. You know, the two biggest Christmas movies I'd say. Um, uh, probably of, of all time. Yeah, uh, box office, I think. Somebody can fact check us on that, but I would say probably box office. Yeah, probably. Maybe Home Alone 2? I don't know. Yeah, perhaps. Um, uh, I mean, I think uh, probably with the Donald, you know, like that was the, the yeah. big draw. Like everybody really wanted to see. Well, or it could have been the Bird Lady. I'm not really sure if it's the bird lady or if it was, uh, wasn't the bird lady, um, uh, Susan Boyle, right? That singer from, uh, Ireland from, 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 from uh, that, what's that show? American British, Idol, uh, British Idol, Br- British American Idol. Yeah. One of those, one of those shows. Yeah, I don't know what they call it. They don't call it British American yeah, Idol. Whatever it is. Yeah. Not really. Um, but, uh, so we figured what we would do is we do a little bit of a live episode here and, um, Instead of taking one movie, uh, we'd like to kind of dive into what our top movies are, uh, Christmas movies, top five Christmas movies, and uh, have a little discussion about that. And it, you guys feel free. Uh, we got, as you see me like looking in the wrong direction, we got a TV behind us here so that we can see your comments and we can uh, know. Let's see, that was what I was talking about. I was like, I. Sent TikTok that universe. Got I'm new, not really sure. New what features about. on this app. I never know what's going on. Uh, but uh, so, anyways, we figure you know if you guys have uh, questions for us about Christmas movies, you want to chime in about your favorite Christmas movies, uh, what you think we're correct about, what you think we're wrong about, you want to live fact check us. That's great. Because. Um, uh, I mean, good luck because we get it right all yeah, the yeah, time. Yeah, this is going to be tough. I mean, any questions, comments, yeah. throw them at us. And this is a perfect way, too, because we did these last two Christmas movies the last two weeks. There are obviously so many Christmas movies, some good, some bad. Uh, I've seen more bad than good, especially, I don't know if you guys are fans of Hallmark Christmas movies. You said you're not. I watched a million of them. I just watched a new one the other night. I, I'm not including any of those in my top five because I would just dominate the top five. This is a good way for us to rattle off a few movies without getting into like in depth like we do on the episodes. 
All right, so we got some uh, questions up here. Oh. First, I like your hat. Thank you. Appreciate it. This is my Santa pants hat. <laughs> Did you Airbnb the Home Alone house? No, he actually just lives in it. He lives in it full time. Yeah, this is. Uh, we're actually in the Home Alone house right now. Uh, so you bought it. yeah, uh, I bought it uh, as a kid uh, with all of my uh, uh, Chris from Chicago earnings. It actually yeah. is. I don't know if it's occupied right now, but it's been for sale multiple times. Well, I mean, it's probably the taxes are crazy. Yeah, yeah it's so. the Chicago suburbs. Yeah. Uh, property taxes are nuts, but it's always a new story when it's up for sale. Like the home alone house is on the market again. Glenwood so, Springs, Colorado. Nice. Hello, Glenwood. Hey, Springs, thick Colorado. thighs, giving me some hearts and stuff. Thank you, thick thighs. Appreciate that. Nice. Uh, but um, the other question is, uh, yeah, we are pretty goofy. That's true. Uh, is Die Hard a movie? And I don't know. Do we want to? Do we want to dive into that? Yeah, I mean, let's like, talk about it. I don't know if it's on. It's not on your list. Uh, no, it is not on my list. It is not my on, on a top five uh, Christmas movie list. So I think that this that that topic has been so exhausted over and over again. But you and I kind of have this standard where, I mean, how many things have we said are Chicago movies? Not just the obvious of like Ferris Bueller and Blues Brothers, but on our podcast, we're spoiler alert for next week, saying Tommy Boy is a Chicago movie. Yeah, it Back is. The school is a Chicago movie. Yep. Uh, we kind of stretch the 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 uh, definition quite a bit. So sure, I mean, Die Hard takes place on Christmas. Die Hard is is a Chicago movie too because it's got uh, Reginald Val Johnson, yeah, who yeah, yeah. is a Chicago police officer in Family Matters. Uh, so it is a Chicago movie, even though it does take place in Los Angeles. Place in Los. Well, on our podcast, we're spoiler alert for next week, saying Tommy Boy is a Chicago movie. Yeah, it Back is. The school is a Chicago movie. Yep. Uh, we kind of stretch the 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 uh, definition quite a bit. So sure, I mean, Die Hard takes place on Christmas. Die Hard is is a Chicago movie too because it's got uh, Reginald Val Johnson, yeah, who yeah, yeah. is a Chicago police officer in Family Matters. Uh, so it is a Chicago movie, even though it does take place in Los Angeles. Um, but I would say, um, I mean, you know, like the 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 idea of it taking place on Rascal Mouse. Yes, we are talking about Christmas movies. It is Christmas time, and that's what we're doing. Um, so uh, I would say, yeah, it, it, if only for it taking place on Christmas, right? Like, I know a lot of people have a, a different d- definitions about it where they say, like, well, just because it takes place on Christmas doesn't mean it's a Christmas movie because, like, the themes of the movie about could Christmas. be at any time of the year. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be at Christmas time. Um. But I think one of the things about a movie is that the setting is like – that's critical for what makes the movie. Right. And so because they set it at Christmas time um, in a Christmas party you know, with that background, I think by any definition, generous gen- definition even, you say – Excuse me. Uh, you'd say uh, it's a Christmas movie. I mean – by that standard, I think it's more more or as in, in much of a Christmas movie as like Elf could have taken place any part of the year. Like That's Will Ferrell's character leaving the North Pole could have happened any can Like I, it's clearly taking place around Christmas, just because it's not like the the uh, themes of Christmas of a, as a holiday. Although you could argue that it is too. I mean, it's uh, helping out your fellow man, sort of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, which you know, uh, I guess you get into the religious. Uh, Redemption stories and things like that. Uh, helping it, out your fellow man and Die Yeah, Hard. I think it does have religious undertones. I don't know. Is it? Do you think Die Hard's a great movie, though? A great movie? No. 
I don't think it's, it's fine. It, it's it's okay. Like it's okay. Uh, we got Nick up there uh, asking what we're drinking. Uh, would you like to dive into something? Do you want me to get some more? Would you like? Why not? I mean, you I mean, know. Okay. Yeah. So we're gonna take a. Uh, Joe's gonna kind of dive in here, and uh, I'm gonna give him the reins while yeah. about talking about Christmas while I get some alert. So. Yeah, we were talking about Die Hard, um, and whether or not it's a Christmas movie, and it is. I don't know if it's a great movie. I don't even know if it's the best Bruce Willis movie, to be honest. I mean, I don't know if we're calling like Pulp Fiction a Bruce Willis movie, even though he's not like the main character. What we're going to go through here in a second is go through our top Christmas movies, starting with our top five, starting at five at the bottom and working our way up. And you got the treats here. Yep. Uh, sponsored by our good friends uh, at, oh, gone this side, this side's better to see. Uh, our good friends at Jepson's Malort uh, will be sponsoring us tonight. Um, I know. I mean, I think a lot of people. Six cents. Six cents is, is a. Solid Christmas movie. Okay. Uh, I mean, I can dig it. Uh, I think I've only seen that movie like once or twice, so I can't really talk. It's pretty good. At length about it. Everyone, um, it's weird. Everyone knows how it ends. And I think people who don't even, who haven't even seen the movie know the plot twist. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I knew that before I saw it. Yeah. Home Alone uh, is my number one. Have you seen the new? We haven't we seen have it. We have not. No, we t- we've been talking. We though. talked about it. Yeah. We talked about whether we were going to see it. So. I, um, I googled the new one and I learned that there was a Home Alone because the 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 new one is called what Home Alone. It's not called Home Alone Four or Five or something like it's Home Alone. There's like a, I, a subtitle. I, whatever I don't it is. know. But they made a Home Alone Four a few years ago. I didn't even know about it. They did. It was called Home Alone Four. Yeah. Look was it, it was it with the same kid from Home Alone Three? No, because that kid that kid's got it. Home Alone Three came out in like the early thousands, I think. Huh. So that kid's got to be, you know, dead. <laughs> Maybe right. he's in the sixth sense. I don't know. Cheers. Cheers. Jump says Malort. <sighs> Nothing goes better than Malort and popcorn. I mean, yeah. they, they should sell it um, at movie theaters. You really do become numb to it after a while. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially out of the bottle. It's not that bad. No. Uh, okay, so... No, we have not seen the new Home Alone. Um, we talked about it on our podcast. Home Alone 2 is not really a great movie. By the way, I'm sorry. I, I got to interrupt real quick. Yeah. Um, in case you guys are wondering what this like amorphous blob <laughs> is at the bottom of the screen, that's my dog. That's Chewy. Uh, we had to set up the camera in such a way that it's in his spot. Uh, so, um, uh, so you're seeing... Uh, Show me the baby. All right. Let's see the dog. Hold on. Well, he's he's sleeping, though. We don't want to... That's okay. All right. There's the dog. Oh, there we go. We're back to it now. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, boy. Oh boy. Now Chewie's stressed out. Alright, let's try this again. Yeah, it's a no bones day. There we go. Do you follow that uh that um that I don't follow him, but like I have seen um bones. 
Yeah. Uh, Bernie, hold on. What did you just say? Do some do some research about what? Uh, I saw you say something about Home Alone, but I didn't see what you said. I was too busy trying to get the camera back on. Can you say it again, please? Malort popcorn flavoring. What's up, B-dubs? Welcome back. Or do you need Malort popcorn flavoring or popcorn flavored Malort? Hmm. Our friends at Nisei Lounge. There are six Home Alones. Six? That's five too many. That's a lot of Home Alones. Sorry I didn't do my, my research there. I mean, I did sort of. Like, there was a Home Alone 4 and the new one I thought was five, but I yeah. guess it was six. Uh, the fact that I feel like not very many people know that shows the quality of at least Clearly. three, four, five, and Clearly. six. Clearly. Um, so, I would like to say uh, popcorn... Um, jelly beans are the worst. <laughs> terrible parents. <laughs> yes, yes, there are some terrible parents. Yeah, that's true. Um, Malor, uh, uh, popcorn jelly beans are the worst. So I would oh. probably not want to have Malort flavored the popcorn. I would probably want to have Malort seasoning for popcorn. Not you know not the other way around like popcorn yeah, flavored yeah, yeah. Malort. I have a the one time I tried uh, popcorn jelly bellies. I was at Arlington Racetrack. I was probably like eight years old. I couldn't have been that old. I was. It was when they first came out. Immediately threw up at the <laughs> racetrack outside. It was, it was like it was also from the, from the booze too. Yeah, it was from the yeah, it was from the booze, yeah. and I was I was two hundred dollars down. So uh, yeah, no, that's not a good idea. But these this pairing goes well together. Yeah, I, I agree. And uh, you know, I, I uh, did you participate in the. Uh, when we did that discussion uh, at the office, uh, know, like six years ago now at this point, about uh, but, uh, popcorn jelly bellies? Maybe. I mean, I passionately hate them because of that incident. It was like very traumatic for me. Yeah, not not a fan. I would be fine if Lightfoot put a ban on popcorn-flavored jelly beans. I wouldn't put it past her. Yeah, know. yeah. Do you want to get into the movies? Yeah, let's get into some movies here. Uh, start, with, start with your... Your number five to build up the anticipation. Sure. And if it's on my list, we'll just talk about it. Sure. So, um, I would say probably my fifth favorite Christmas movie. And I actually did not have a chance to really think too much about this today. Uh, me and Eric kind of mentioned it. To like, kind of come up with the list. Um, I'd say coming in at number five, we're going to go old school here. And we're going to go White Christmas. Okay. I considered that too. Didn't crack the list. I also want to specify this is not necessarily for me, at least. I'm not saying the best quality of movies. I'm just saying oh, no, no. my yeah. favorite. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. I'll say why. Okay, so for me, White Christmas, um, it's an annual tradition for us uh, in this house here. So what we'll do right before Christmas is uh, a couple days before Christmas, actually in the room that we're in right now, um, and we'll get like all of these, all of the presents, bring them up here, and she'll start rapping. And I'll sit like a lump on the log over here. I can't rap presents. Doing nothing because she raps and she does all the rapping. Uh, and we'll turn on White Christmas and we'll just watch White Christmas. And I have uh, a whiskey that I drink every year. Um, only drink it when we're watching White Christmas. Like that's it. That's sweet. Um, and it's just become like an annual tradition for us. And. Uh, you know, it's cool because, you know, you got Big Crosby and Danny fucking K. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, 
the songs are timeless, uh, and it's always good to uh, talk about how. Um, so you got uh, George Clooney's mom, who's in it, and then uh, the other movie star who's opposite her, who is like, she is literally this big. She is tiny. Like you literally look at her in this movie, and you're like, damn, she's small. Um, and every year we talk about that. Every single year. Um, yeah, B Dubs. It is. It's a great storyline. Like, it's a nice storyline. It's a nice story. Uh, classic movie with good tunes. It's actually a good movie. Yeah, yeah. Because like, so I, I think that that your reasoning, besides the fact that it is a good movie, that your reasoning behind it is very is very endearing, and I it, I apply that same standard to me too. Because my number five is not a good movie. Oh, but. Similar thing. It's Jingle All the Way, 1996. Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> Phil Hartman. Um, first movie I remember seeing in theaters. So I think it is the first. I, don't huh. know. I could have seen one before that and just don't remember it. But the first movie I saw it in the theaters with my mom and my brother. Um, and I was obsessed. For some reason at the time, I thought it was a great movie. Probably because I was like four. Uh, and I just... I love the idea. I don't, you haven't seen the movie, right? I don't think so. So we it's Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. and uh, um, what's his face that was married to Roseanne, right? No, he's married to Roseanne. No, it's uh, Phil Phil uh, Hartman's oh. neighbor. Okay, then I'm thinking of something else. I guess. Are you thinking of? Uh, I don't know what movie you're thinking of, but they, he's trying to get this toy for his kid, Turbo Man. It's like a superhero toy, um, and the whole movie is based off this conflict Sinbad's in it too um who cried at the general oh oh yeah yeah, yeah. um it's just like a very simple plot and I love the idea of Turbo Man because I was like in preschool at the time and that movie I watched bits and pieces of it when it was on TV a few weeks ago I think it's definitely not good (laughs) I haven't rewatched it I don't think in full in at least like 10 20 years I don't know how long it's been but I don't, I, it's probably not a good movie. I looked at the Rotten Tomatoes and the IMDb score. It's like a 5-3 and like a 17%. So that movie definitely sucks. Yeah. But it holds a special place in my heart because it was the first movie I remember seeing in a, in a movie theater. Interesting. Kind of the white Christmas of its time. What's, What's the, movie? the movie where the oh, kid shoots his eye out with a BB gun? I'm sure we're going to get to that at some yes, point. Yes, I'm sure we will get to that. Um, uh, and hey, Mark, what's going on? I saw you uh, pop in there. Uh, what's your next one? So number four, I gotta think about this for a second because there's like a handful of movies, right? That you always watch. And, uh, you always watch on Christmas, always watch for like uh, around Christmas time. I'd say in terms of like ranking, I think this is where I throw Christmas story. Oh, Wow. Spoiler alert! That was my number one. Really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I and and I'll tell you why, and it's because and, and we talked about this during our episode mm-hmm. about Christmas Story. Um, it's out now. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and check it out because uh, it's it's a, it's one of it's it's a good episode. I think uh, it's one of our best. Yeah. Go go. Uh, it's on iTunes and Spotify. If you go to search for Kleiner Reviews, but I would recommend going to our YouTube page. YouTube.com backslash Velvet Hamster because you don't get the full effect unless you see a lot of the visuals. Yeah, yeah. Let's go on YouTube. 
check it out. It's also on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Velvet Hamster. Check out the whole episode. But anyway, sorry. Interrupted you. Um, I think for me, A Christmas Story, it's an annual tradition. I talk about it in, in the episode, you know, like how I started watching it. Um, and I think because of the fact that I haven't watched it all the way through in years. And I don't really have a desire necessarily to watch it all the way through. That's why it puts it so low. Mm. I think that's because we talked about this in the podcast. That's because of the oversaturation of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I think I think it's the best Christmas movie. I think it's like the Michael Jordan of Christmas movies. I, I mean, that's fair. Um, it's a great Christmas movie. I mean, it's even to be flawless. like... And we talked be... about this on the podcast, too, as Chicago guys. It's a Hammond, Indiana movie. Yeah, it's yeah. It's a Chicago movie. Yeah, it's a Chicago movie. Um, <clears throat> so Chicago Joe says, Elf, Home Alone, Christmas Story, Die Hard. Are there any of those on your list? Um, Elf is my number four. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, Die Hard is not on my list, but yes, uh, Home Alone and Elf are, are definitely. Home Alone is not on my list. Elf is going to be my, my number four. Hmm. It's it's a good movie. Uh, I haven't rewatched really it much since I first. Well, let's let's dive it. into Elf a little bit. Yeah. You know, like uh, we had talked about whether we were going to do an episode about Elf. Yeah, uh, a dedicated episode, and maybe we'll do a dedicated episode like for next Christmas time. Right. Uh, but we definitely did not do it this time around. Um. So what is it about Elf that puts it in the top five for you, but not in the top three? Well, part of the reason is what the, the next three movies are. And this was tough. One through four for me was easy. Okay. It was the next, I don't want to spoil. Well, don't, don't, yeah, don't spoil. The one through three was easy. And then four was, four was also easy. I, Elf was like the next logical step between the top three movies, which were easy my favorite Christmas movies. Then I had a hard time picking between the other ones. Elf is definitely, I think, in the top tier of Christmas movies. Uh, it's a little silly. I, th- I mean, obviously. Um, but it's very, very heartwarming because like any good Christmas movie has to be at the same time. Yeah. I haven't really watched it much as an adult. Like, I've seen it bits and pieces of it. I haven't, like, sat down and rewatched it as an adult. I've watched it so, a lot as an adult. I know you have, and you like it a lot. Yeah, still, and, so I think and, it says something. And so let me jump in because you say that Elf is your number three. Not four. Four, excuse me. Uh, Elf is my number three. Okay. What's well, close? Um, and the reason why is because I think it's got a certain, like, there's a certain comedy element of the movie that, uh, like, I could watch this movie with my kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't. Oh, absolutely. We haven't. Oh, really? Uh, but we can, and it's pretty I, I think friendly. that like this year we probably will. This yeah. year we'll probably watch it. Um, they're more interested in like unicorn Christmas and like the hell's unicorn. Christmas? I don't know. So just like honestly, like all we do is like on Friday and Saturday night we go through like Netflix and we go through like Disney Plus. And all my daughter wants to watch are like these like unicorn and pony stuff and like we did just actually watch uh, the first one and the second one, uh, the Christmas Chronicles. Have you seen these movies? Christmas, I don't think so. With Kurt Russell, 
No. Kurt Russell plays Santa Claus. Um, and uh, they're cute movies. Like, they're, they're nice. They're like family movies. Like, they're enjoyable. Uh, but she's like into that type of thing. She's like, she goes through like the, the list and is like, oh, let's watch this. And it's like, I don't want to watch some stupid pony movie or some stupid like, I don't know, unicorn movie or something like that. I, I, I don't know. I just don't want to do it. Well, uh, Joe, mine is in second grade. Uh, and so unicorns still, still pretty popular. Uh, I didn't know there was ever a big, uh, big thing. Unicorns? Mm-mm. They're not really, no. Oh. Are you sure? I haven't seen one. Oh. But, uh, Elf is pretty... But, but I like it. Like, there's something about it that, like, I, I still chuckle at the jokes. Like... That's one of the things for me in terms of comedy, a comedy element of what makes it hold up. Am I still chuckling at the jokes and enjoying it? Yes. Yes, I am. White Christmas, Christmas Vacation, Scrooged, Die Hard, Fred Claus. Did you – I considered Christmas Vacation here too. Did you have Christmas Vacation? I do. I do have Christmas Vacation in, in my top. Okay. Well, we you just your Elf was your three. Elf was my three. Yeah. So what was your three? Rocky Four. Rocky. It is a Christmas movie. Rocky Four. If we're gonna, we had a lot of questions coming in about Die Hard, and I was not surprised that people are gonna come in with questions about Die Hard and a lot of comments about Die Hard. And I I said here that if, that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, but if Die Hard is a Christmas movie, you cannot possibly argue that Rocky Four is not a Christmas movie. The movie takes place on Christmas. Yeah, and... And that didn't need, that didn't need to be. They threw, they made it intentionally. Sylvester Stallone wanted this to be a Christmas movie. Yeah, I mean, it's 100% a Christmas movie. And it's a redemption story. So you bring in the religious element of yeah. it. So it's a religious movie. And it's a Fourth of July movie. Yeah, it is, actually, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Rocky defeats communism. Single-handedly. Yeah, it's a very patriotic movie. Yeah. It's a Christmas movie. Um, it's a Cold War movie. Uh-huh. Um, it's a war, war movie, just in general. Yeah. It's a science fiction movie. Yeah. Because Drago's kind of, like, scientifically... And the robot. Official. And the robot, yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday, Polly. Uh, it checks a lot of boxes and for me that's uh, I put it at number three because it'll have to be controversial to put it at one yeah but it's that's a top tier Christmas movie for me I think I'm going to watch it on Christmas morning this year actually I mean that's a that is a quality um, Christmas movie and I think I feel like uh, I've tried to get my wife to watch it when we've talked about Christmas movies and she refuses Um, Die Hard Die Hard she will watch as a Christmas movie but not but not Rocky Four. Have we broached this? Subject? Yes, we have. I've tried to get you to watch Rocky Four. <laughs> also, you've offended your daughter. I've offended my daughter. Yes. Christmas movie, but not, but not Rocky Four. Have we broached this? Subject? Yes, we have. I've tried to get you to watch Rocky Four. <laughs> Also, you've offended your daughter. I've offended my daughter? Yes. Why have I offended Unicorns my... Unicorns are weird. Unicorns are weird? Yeah, they're dumb. They're dumb? Yeah. Okay. Also, you've offended your daughter. I've offended my daughter? Yes. Why have I offended my... Unicorns are weird. Yeah,
They're no, dumb? You said you got mad because he said that. No, they're really dumb. They're dumb? Yeah. Well, but you said that you like them. They're boring. Oh, because like off dragons uniforms now. Better. You like dragons better. Yeah. Okay. Dragons are cooler. Dragons are cool. Yeah. That's true. And dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Oh, dinosaurs are the best. Dinosaurs are really cool. That's true. See, sure second dinosaurs? grade, they get burnt out. That's true. Yeah, you're right, Joe. Are we sure dinosaurs are real? Dinosaurs are 100%. Real. I've never seen one. Are you, uh, uh, are you like uh, Carl Everett, right? He's never seen one. <laughs> never, <laughs> I don't believe him. Chicago White Sox legend, Carl Everett. Yep, yep. Um, I was huge into dinosaurs when I was like first, second grade. So she's Me, not so fan. much. She has been big into them. My brother-in-law was big into them as well. Uh, my son's into them too, but I don't know. I, I like dinosaurs, like, but it wasn't like my, my, my jam. It is a I mean? little, a little kid thing. I don't know why when it goes to like a dinosaur face. I didn't know about the unicorn thing really. I guess I remember the unicorn, uh, folders and like track keepers and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Those, were, those were huge. Uh, but Rocky Four is my number three. Uh, great Christmas movie. Wait, so has Anne seen Rocky Four in general? Oh, yeah. 100%. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. She doesn't want to... She watches it begrudgingly. Okay. Because I tell her this is how Rocky single-handedly defeats communism. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you can't really argue with that. The Cold War ended a few years later. Yeah. Rocky Four is not... So Rocky One is a legitimately great movie. One Best Picture. Yeah, one that's of, a good... Yeah. One of my favorite movies of all time. It's... I get emotional every time I watch it. Then every Rocky movie after that became a parody of Rocky One. Rocky Two is a parody of Rocky One. Rocky Three is more of a parody. Rocky it becomes more of a parody of itself. To yeah. the point where the rest of the movies aren't really good movies or entertaining, but they're like keep getting dumber and dumber. And like Rocky Four is kind of dumb, but it's the best version of those dumb Rocky movies. Like Rocky Five is terrible. Oh, it's, Rocky Five never happened. Yeah, yeah, it's like the Star Wars sequel. Trilogy. Yeah, it, it, it definitely happen. did not happen. That's 100%. So that's like a... Rocky Four is just terrible. Rocky Four is... Rocky Five is terrible. Rocky Four, not really a good... Like, it's so freaking silly, but it's so entertaining. And so, like, you just got to lean into the fact that it's bad. Yeah. But I think people don't realize, that, like, Rocky One versus the rest of Rocky... It's just kind of weird that you had the, the best picture in, as the first installment of the sequel, of the series, and the rest are just, like kind of dumb like meatheady movies yeah creed the new ones are good yeah the, the new ones are good that's true uh b-dubs is asking what's a better stallone story rocky or rambo i think if you're taking the entire collection rambo because it, it just it's more i want to say logical because rambo is not logical but from the start to the new movies he's just like unrealistically a badass but in Rocky, Rocky One's a underdog story. It like tugs at your heartstrings it's about a poor dude in Philadelphia, like being against the odds. And then by Rocky Four, he's buying a robot for his brother-in-law. Like it makes no sense when you get further and further because, like I said, it's a parody of itself. So I feel like the entire Rocky story through the five movies and then the, the new ones gets kind of comical and cartoonish at times. Rambo is just all cartoonish, so I feel like Rambo's a better like that they own it. They yeah, yeah, Rambo they, they own it. it. Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. I'm a bigger guess, Rocky yeah. fan. Rambo movies are kind of... I mean, they're, I will enjoy watching them, but they're kind of dumb. Yeah. I mean, like, though. you watch it for a certain... Like, but I feel like the first Rambo was actually, I think, like, I feel like... I mean, it's been a while since I've watched it, but I feel like the first Rambo is straight up 
a good movie. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's a good... I think the second one's kind of entertaining. It's a good, like, peek into, since neither of us were alive at the time, mm-hmm. what it was like in the 70s for these soldiers who came back from Vietnam and were forgotten about, right? Like, ignored, forgotten about, treated badly. And, like, this was a good example of, like, you see what a soldier can go through. Yeah. You know? Uh, I just feel like, and I feel like two and three are kind of blurry to me. Because uh, I really haven't watched them all, all that much. Rambos? The Rambos. The second one's inter- pretty entertaining. Is the third one the, the newer? Uh, no, I think the was the fourth one. There's a fourth one. Yeah, I think I made two new ones. Uh, which is the one like where he's like living in Vietnam and they like like go up the river or something because there's like a bunch of uh, like kids who are trying to like help like First Blood Part 2 is it it the old one no it's not old it's like new it's pretty pretty recent like in the past 20 years recent yes yes. Uh, that came out maybe like 2010 or something yeah Um, something like that I saw that when it came out and that is Definitely dumb, but it's so. But it's a parody. It's a parody. Exactly. So both these series are kind of like that. Yeah. Um, it's so the Rambo movies are so cartoonish, but I think the Rocky series became more like it's the difference between Rocky Five and Rocky One is so stark. Rocky Five didn't happen. If there were Rocky Five, the difference between that Rocky Five movie theoretically and the first Rocky is so stark compared to the difference between the new Rambos and the original Rambo. Fair enough. Fair enough. And Rocky, like, that's what I'm saying, like, Rocky Four, like, why does he buy Polly a robot? Because it was the 80s and you could buy I a get, robot? It's never, like, referred to again in the movie. Other than when you see the, the robot with the kid, right? Yeah, but it's, it doesn't have anything to do with the, the plot. Rocky's a great depiction of a character's life cycle from top to bottom and then down again. Is he really down though? Because in the new ones, he's well, he, kind of he, retired. He does go down in the movie that never happened. Yeah, yeah, right. And then like he's forgotten about in the new ones. Uh, but he's like has money and he owns his restaurant. And he tells his fighter stories to patrons at his restaurant. Sure. I guess I, I, I there's I like that point though about it being a life cycle. Because in the new movies especially, it's like he's revered as this legendary fighter. And it kind of, we kind of follow his entire life from being a nobody to being famous to now being retired. I just think within those parts, there's some stuff that just gets kind of silly. Whereas yeah. the first one, like, really, like, it's an emotional ride. His age eventually catches up to him. And he's not the big famous guy still. We're quiet. That's true. Yeah. I really liked uh, the sixth one, Rocky Balboa. I thought that was really good, but I thought the when you really sat down and think of it, the idea of that actually happening is ridiculous. I don't remember that story because I think I only saw it like once. So he, he uh, comes out of retirement. This I think Rocky Balboa came out like oh seven or oh six. He comes out of retirement because there was an ESPN simulation that showed him 
uh, beating the current heavyweight champion who was undefeated, and they like they like arrange a fight between the two of them, and then he he loses the fight, but it, it's like Rocky won, where it goes to split decision. I see. And then he like gets his like self his like respect back, and he like knows that he can do it, and proves to his son like never give up. It's like a at the end, form. does he does he hold his arms up and yo Adrian, I did. Adrian's dead. Well, that's she's dead. Thing. Yeah. So she, and that that's a whole part of the plot line. It's like he's like reflecting on his life because his wife is now passed and he's like trying to teach his son to to be tough and like not be a pushover it's a really good movie i like that he didn't win too i like that he didn't win in rocky one and in rocky six yeah there's actually a a, uh an ending that was cut out they shot two endings for rocky six and he wins in the other one and it's way worse did i start with two i don't know whatever something spooked him you're gonna lay back down dude oh (laughs) Chewie took out the camera. Technical difficulties. All right, let's try this again. Now he's gone. All right, hold on. To be fair to him, he was napping. That's true. He was napping. All right. Whoa. This guy just really sat down beating the current heavyweight champion who was undefeated and they like they like arrange a fight between the two of them and then he he loses the fight but it, it's like rocky one where it goes to split decision i see and then he like gets his like self his like respect back and he like knows that he can do it and proves to his son like never give up it's like a at the end form. does he does he hold his arms up and yo adrian i did adrian's dead well that's she's dead thing. yeah so she, and that that's a whole part of the plot line it's like he's like reflecting on his life because his wife is now passed and he's like trying to teach his son to to be tough and like not be a pushover it's a really good movie i like that he didn't win too i like that he didn't win in rocky one and in rocky six yeah there's actually a a, uh an ending that was cut out they shot two endings for rocky six and he wins in the other one and it's way worse did i start with chewie i don't know whatever something spooked him you gonna lay back down dude oh (laughs) Chewie took out the camera. Technical difficulties. All right, let's try this again. Now he's gone. All right, hold on. To be fair to him, he was napping. That's true, he was napping. All right. Whoa. This guy does not like me very much. This, like, setup, this guy. I should maybe go get the other one that's, like, more stable. There you go. There you go. We're good. Whoa. Too far the other way. Yeah, if you had won, it would have lost me. I agree. The moral oh, the moral of those movies would have been gone. All right, I'm going to get the other one because this is like... All right. All right, so... Time out. Time out. Stay with us. Technical difficulties. We're working on it. If Rocky had won, I think you don't get the... Oh, man. I'm not going to try to fix it. We're just going to aim at the ceiling. If Rocky had won, you wouldn't get the feeling of he won. Like, the, the moral of the story wouldn't have come clear. It wouldn't have shown that in Rocky won that he proved himself. Because all he wanted to do was go the distance. Else is not a flattering angle. No. Sorry. My bad, guys. They're hanging with us. Let's go. Let's try this again. All right. See, this is a, like this one's stable at least. 
And I gotta worry about like turning it on and off and everything. The other one's better for like doing Remo type of shots. Right, right, right. Uh, thank you, B Dubs. Appreciate that. <laughs> All right, so you already know what my top Christmas movie was. It's a Christmas story. So now we're on to number two. Yeah. So, uh, what's your number two? Uh, what's well, so, a knockout number one Christmas uh, story? Number two for me is Bad Santa. Bad Santa. Which came out 20 years ago, maybe? No, I think 05, 04. Uh, Bad Santa. What's up, Rail Fanner? I, I, the first time I saw it, I must have been like junior high, high school age. And I thought, I loved it because it's hilarious. Have you seen the movie? I've seen it like a couple of times, but not enough to have a strong opinion on it. Okay. So back then I liked it because it's hilarious. Like the little fat kid that's opposite Billy Bob Thornton is so funny in that movie. Billy Bob Thornton's funny. Um, the elf was little person. It's hilarious. The whole – it's Bernie Mac's in it. It's really – which makes it a Chicago movie. Uh, yep. It's really good comedy, but I've watched it several times pretty much every Christmas as of recently as an adult. And it's actually kind of heartwarming. Play Bob Thornton like refines himself. He's a he's a, a thief. He robs malls every Christmas because he wants to get this. Well, he's robbing the mall at the end. Spoiler, but he wants to get a present for this kid that he's grown to like. Then he like shows how to be tough and everything. And it's like really sweet. It actually kind of like I cry in a lot of movies. Believe it or not, like a lot of movies, or at least get choked up and pretend I'm not crying. It, it kind of like uh, made me feel something. Huh. And it's I, when I was like twelve when I saw this movie, I thought it was just like a dumb comedy. But now it's like I think it has a good message. And actually, I think it's critically as the years go on has been received way better than when it came out. Interesting. They made Interesting. a sequel in twenty sixteen, Bad Santa two, not good. Don't watch that. that well, usually bad. sequels are bad. I, yes. I mean, that's a pretty uh, a list of movies that make. Me oh, bad. I could do that. We should do another live with that. It's going to be a big, it's going to be an embarrassing list. Though. It's a lot of sports movies. It's like it's not it's not good. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, there's a couple of sports movies that that get to you, right? But like, I would really have to think about that. I don't usually get misty at like movies. It's a lot. I, I can cry pretty easily. I'm not afraid to admit this at things that like inspire me or make me happy way easier than something making me sad. Like, I cry, like, once a week from something, like, like uh, just hitting me in the right spot in my heart. But if I, like, had a bowling ball fall in my toe, I'm not going to cry. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that, like, when I have cried at movies, it's because there's, like, there's an emotion that's there. It's not like, I'm sad. Like, there's okay. something, like... <laughs> A watch or I don't know that. I've never seen it. It's a two thousand early two thousands rom com. Not rom com. I think it's just a rom. Um, it's a good dramatic like. I think teenage girls liked it a lot. Marley, Marley and me. And oh my god. Let me let me tell you something about never, Marley. I never and me. watched it. Never. I so never it's not even about the about Marley and me. Okay. It's about um, so uh, a couple of years ago. I had my sister and her kids over here. We had pizza, and was, we're going to watch a movie. And uh, so we're scrolling through Netflix, and my sister says, oh, we should watch this movie. And I was like, 
You hadn't seen it yet? And, and not Marley and Me. I'm, I'm getting oh, to okay. what the movie is, yeah. And I was like, uh, okay, I guess. Like, fine. The movie was Hachi. No, it's not either. So Hachi is uh, the movie uh, based on a real-life story about this dog in Japan whose owner, like, he would go to the train every day with the owner. Uh, the owner would get on the train. I don't like where this is going. I uh, Yeah, no kidding, right? The owner would get on the train, go to work, come home. The dog would go home. Happy, happy, right? One day, the owner gets on the train, goes to work, has a heart attack, dies. Dog stays at the train station forever, waiting. So there's an episode of Futurama. Exactly. Yes, that was. This is where I like. That's what this Uh, is based off of, and that episode of Futurama that gets me every time. A hundred percent. I'm not even a dog guy. I will. I will admit that hundred percent. Like that. That episode of Futurama. The feels that I get. Wait, which which one's based off which one? Uh, Hachi is the orig- is the original. real life okay, story. Okay, like okay. it happened. Like oh, Hachi God. actually happened. Oh. And in fact, there is in in the town in Japan, there is a statue to the dog. It's like doesn't sound funny at all. No, it's not funny. And and, and it's like to the, anyway. So like, my sister is not allowed to pick movies anymore because she picked that one. And then the next time she came over, she picked uh, the movie with Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Oh, Star is Born? Uh, Star is Born. I was like, you pick the worst movies. Like, not the worst movies, like that they're bad, but like, are you trying to make us feel bad and cry? I don't get people who go seek out movies or TV that like gives them that feeling. Like, I know that Marley and me, everyone I know who's seen it, has gotten emotional by it in the, in the worst way because we know how it ends. Yeah. Why would I ever seek out that feeling? Why would I ever like, that's why my hang up on horror movies. I would see a horror movie if it's like a really good movie. Yeah. Like get out was a good movie. Yeah. But I like, don't see, see like the, the, the appeal of going out to like have those kinds of feelings. Well, I don't feel sad. I don't feel so bad about the horror movie. thing. I don't either. I'm just saying like, I, 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 I get why people want to see horror movies. Yeah. I don't even, I don't see the appeal of going out and, and for those kinds of experiences. With the exception for me, the the only exception to that case is watching Jurassic Park. From that's the episode of Future. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's the the like. And I tell you what, it's such a good episode. It's such a good episode, and using the song at the end, yeah, is oh my god, just. I mean, it's heartbreaking. Every time I hear that song, like, and I used to have it on, like, a playlist, too, so. B-Dub says Green Mile, Brian's song, Armageddon, Feel the Dreams, which I think those are all popular for crying. Armageddon? I I don't know. I've never heard of Armageddon, but I kind of understand where he's coming from. Brian's song, 100%. uh, Feel the Dreams. Hey, Dad, let's. We, can we have a catch? Yeah, I mean, that's Feel the Dreams. We should do our own episode on Feel the Dreams. Yeah, we should definitely. I don't really get that movie. Uh, we should definitely do that. Uh, Green Mile, I will say this. So Green Mile, before it was a movie, it was a book, but it was a serial book where it came out in parts. Uh, and I actually have all of them sitting in my library over there. Because oh. I was in eighth grade and when it came out. 
And they were like, this is Stephen King's new book and it's coming out in parts and it's like little segments of like hundred some odd page little books. And they would come out like every couple of weeks. And I would ride my bike to the Barnes and Noble and buy the book every time it came out. And I read that book as a kid. And so when it came out as a movie, I was like, oh yeah, awesome. Uh, and I mean, it's not a hundred percent true to the book, just like all of Stephen King's stuff, right? Like Shawshank Redemption, which is a short story by Stephen King turned into a movie. Um, you know, Hollywood sensationalizes it and changes it up. Uh, but that's a great movie. It doesn't make me cry. It doesn't get me emotional, but it's a great movie. Like it's, it's good. Yeah. I see why, why he'd, he'd put that on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, we'll do a whole episode on this, but my short list is, uh, Rocky, the natural for a while, the end of Moneyball when Billy Bean's daughter is singing to him, would get to me. Uh, Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Um, I, I don't want to get too embarrassing. There's some stuff, there's some movies on this list that would be like, I'd have to go into detail and explain why, but there's like a ton that like just, ugh. For a while there, Rudy was a big one. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the curtain's been pulled back. On, on well, yeah, for sure. I mean, he's a not a good person. person. Yeah. But um, I would say probably another one. Let me see. I'm trying to think about, like, it's such a good episode. And using the song at the end yeah. is, oh, my God, just, I mean, it's heartbreaking. Every time I hear that song, like... And I used to have it on like a playlist too. So, beat up says Green Mile Brian's song Armageddon, Feel the Dreams, which I think those are all popular for crying. Armageddon, I, I don't know. I've never heard of like, Armageddon, but I kind of under, yeah. understand where he's coming. Brian's from. song, one hundred percent. Feel the Dreams. Hey Dad, look, we can we have a catch? Yeah, I mean that's Feel the Dreams. Like, I have, we should do our own ep- an episode on Feel the yeah, Dreams. Yeah, we should definitely I don't really get that movie. Uh, we should definitely do that. Uh, Green Mile. I will say this. So Green Mile before it was a movie was a book, but it was a serial book where it came out in parts. Uh, and I actually have all of them sitting in my library over there because I was in eighth grade and when it came out and they were like, this is Stephen King's new book and it's coming out in parts and it's like little segments of like hundred some odd page little books. And they would come out like every couple of weeks and I would ride my bike to the Barnes and Noble and buy the book every time it came out. And I read that book as a kid. And so when it came out as a movie, I was like, oh yeah, awesome. Uh, and I mean, it's not a hundred percent true to the book, just like all of Stephen King's stuff, right? Like Shawshank Redemption, which is a short story by Stephen King turned into a movie. Um, you know, Hollywood sensationalizes it and changes it up. Uh, but that's a great movie. It doesn't make me cry. It doesn't get me emotional. But it's a great movie. Like, it's it's good. Yeah. I see why why he'd, he'd put that on his yeah, list. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll do a whole episode on this, but my short list is uh, Rocky, The Natural, for a while, The End of Moneyball, when Billy Bean's daughter is singing to him, would get to me. Uh, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Um I don't want to get too embarrassing. There's some stuff. There's some movies on this list that would be like, I'd have to go into detail and explain why. But there's like a ton that like just, ugh. 
for a while there, Rudy was a big one. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the curtain's been pulled back. On, on well, yeah, for sure. I mean, he's a not a good, good person. person. Yeah. But um, I would say probably another one. Let me see. I'm trying to think about like. All right, can I tell you oh, something? Grand Torino. Grand Torino. I don't. I've, I haven't seen that one. It's a Wonderful Life. That's fair. Well, it's a Wonderful Life. Uh, it always makes me laugh when you think about that Friends episode, where I never think about a Friends episode. Well, let me let me tell you why I think about a Friends episode because for a while there, so I used to live alone, and what I would do when I would get home is I would turn on TV, and it was just noise. Like that's literally all it was was noise. Friends is just noise, that's right? And like it's on TBS, and just like they just play it over and over and over again. Okay. So it was just always on in the background. And like, even like with Anne, we would just like watch it. Like not really actively watch it and like enjoy it, but like watch it. Like it's just there. It's noise. It's in the background, right? But there are some things that always stick into my head because I've got like a, one of those photographic memories about like quotes and things like that. So there's an episode where they're watching Christmas movies and they say to Phoebe, have you ever seen It's a Wonderful Life? She goes, no, I've never seen it. And so she goes, we should watch it. So she watches it and she gets to the part where it's like 30 minutes of your life you never get back. I mean, it's, well, 30 minutes of your lifetime is how many seasons was it? A lot of seasons? Like 12? Seven, eight, nine, seven, whatever. I don't know, too many. A lot. So that's a lot, a lot of my life I'll never get back. But I'm always doing something else. It's not like I'm just like. disclaimers you have to add? Some, some people don't think that. Like, well, it's not like I'm just like sitting here going, you know what I want to do? I want to watch Friends. Like, I'm not just sitting here watching Friends. Like, I'm always doing something else. Like, it's... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've proven yourself. There's, there's a difference there. But anyway, she's like, why would you make me watch that? He's like, well, did you get to the end? She's like, no, I didn't get to the end. I get to the part where it's like, his life is terrible. Why would you, why would you make me watch this movie about somebody whose life is terrible? It's like, get to the end of the movie where, like, everything is redeemed and, like... Daddy, every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. Like, it's a whole... It's kind of funny. It'd be a funny premise if it wasn't a Friends episode. Like, if it was... They should do a movie... Well, now it's ruined because yeah, well, Friends yeah. ruined it. A movie where it's... A Christmas movie where someone is watching It's a Wonderful Life for the first time and doesn't finish it. And that's the premise of the movie. It's like a meta... It's maybe, a Wonderful Maybe life. we should write that movie. It's, it's a meta life. It's a meta life? We could, we could write that movie. sponsored by Facebook. Yeah. Uh, wait, so what was your number... We got so sidetracked. Yeah, we got very sidetracked. That's okay. I mean, that's what... Look, I tell you what. The thing is about these lives is that I start down a path and I get yeah, I don't completely care. sidetracked. I'm just trying to... Way, but. Home Alone is your two then? So my number two is Home Alone. Okay. Um, Not even on my list. Just because, again, it's like one of those ones that you like watch all the time. Beat ups, don't apologize. Never apologize. Like, <laughs> it's not your fault. Um, the thing about Home Alone, why it is number two, is just because, like, it's kind of quintessential Christmas. Like, I'm not saying that there are other movies that aren't better than it, but, like, for me, like, it's a quintessential quintessential Christmas movie. Like, if you asked, you said, like, what's a Christmas movie? Home Alone. Yeah, it is. Home Alone and a Christmas, we've said this before. Home Alone and a Christmas Story are probably the top two. If somebody says, name name two Christmas movies. Yeah. Most likely it's some of those two. Yeah, 100%. And so, like, I just feel like 
it deserves a, a high up spot because of the fact that everybody knows it. Everybody's seen it. It's it's Christmas. Like it just is. As unrealistic as it is as a movie. It's Christmas. Yeah. Post uh came out in like nineteen ninety, I think. Yeah. From then on, I don't think there's a better, a more iconic Christmas movie since then. Uh, like nothing, t- nothing's like at its level. Then everybody says like, "Oh yeah, it's a, that's it's Christmas." Like an, it's in a like, tier with a Christmas story of its own, and I would say like, "It's a Wonderful Life," like Christmas, like iconic Christmas movies. Would Home Alone have been better if it they never had any sequels? I think. Did we talk about this in the podcast? Well, we didn't really talk about. I mean. Look, the thing is, B-dubs, we've talked at length about sequels and how sequels are usually awful. Um, Empire Strikes Back is like a, a that, that's like Yeah, that's the exception uh, of the rule. Indiana Jones trilogy. Temple um, of Doom was bad, though. You could talk about Godfather and like... Godfather 2 is... Godfather 2 is good and, or and like, than For some people, one. Godfather 3... Now, now, I would not say that Godfather 3 is better, but for some people, they think that Godfather 3 is better. Who are these people? I've never heard that. I've heard, You've never heard that? I think everyone thinks Godfather 2 is better, but Godfather 3 is terrible. I, I don't know. Maybe I've I just, never heard anyone say that Godfather 3 is good. I mean, you, I'm, I believe you that that you've had these conversations and you've heard from people. If anyone thinks that, I want them to comment that and have that discussion. Uh, I think Godfather Two is arguably better than Godfather One. They're at, they're like same way I feel about Empire Strikes Back and the New Hope. It's like these are pretty- well Empire Strikes Back. The reason that one is better is because it's a different director. It's yeah. not George Lucas. George Lucas is so overrated. Like he's he's fucked everything. So, yeah. um, I don't know. I, <sighs> Raiders of the Lost Ark. Temple of Doom sucks, but Raiders of the Lost Ark. Temple of Doom is the worst. Last Crusade. Last Crusade, was what I was going to say, is arguably as good or better than Ra- I, I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd make that argument, but I think. It's an argument to be made. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, it's just the two of you, myself, and someone else in here. Why am I not driving? Good question, B Dubs. Where does B Dubs live? You... Uh, B Dubs, where do you live? I don't remember where B Dubs is. I remember where John is. Uh, but right, anyways. So I think the argument for Home Alone is pretty cut and dry. Yeah. Because like, we can't name a better... Or a movie that hits its tier since 1990. So you know what my number one is. It's The Christmas Story. But your top? So my top is... Again, you're talking about what is a quintessential Christmas movie. What do people associate as Christmas? And I think this is the only exception to the rule for me about sequels. Oh boy. Because technically it's a sequel. And that movie is Christmas Vacation. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, we, that came up in the comments earlier. That's totally fair. Great movie. I should probably should have had that as my number five. I just had to put Jingle all the way in there. I mean, look. When you talk about Christmas, 
I, I would say you are hard pressed to go a Christmas where somebody is not quoting Christmas Vacation. Also, that is a hundred percent true. I think about it every time I look at Christmas lights or people putting up Christmas lights, especially that the first time you wore that hat, I think maybe it wasn't the first time you wore that hat. We it was, did, we did yeah, a, it was the first time. It was the first yeah, time. Yeah. We did a shoot at um, uh, Houndstooth Saloon in, in Lakeview by by my place, where they did a, a pop up Christmas vacation bar. Yep. I mean, it's like that is an iconic, iconic Christmas movie, and also it's super relatable too because I, I'm I don't know if you've ever done this. I'm guessing you have at some point. A lot of people at some point will take a vacation on Christmas or around Christmas or just yeah. like get away during the Christmas season. Yeah. I mean, there there has been usually uh, for my family we stay here, like we are just we're here and like I have it besides two Christmases. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, I can think of probably two Christmases where I have not been here, um, and now especially like for me uh, having not only my family but my in laws, uh, both from the area here. Uh, and then my kids, where it's like, I don't want to take my kids away from the experience of being 100%. home for Christmas. And um, I didn't go on, away for Christmas until I was like 17. Yeah, I think I was probably, I think I was in college the first time, uh, to be honest. But everybody has the experience of having that uncle or great uncle or family members coming to your house or going to their house for Christmas or Christmas dinner and like just the zaniness. Oh boy. Because technically it's a sequel. And that movie is Christmas Vacation. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That we that came up in the comments earlier. That's totally fair. Great movie. I should probably should have had that as my number five. I just had to put Jingle all the way in there. I mean, look. When you talk about Christmas, I I would say you are hard pressed to go a Christmas where somebody is not quoting Christmas Vacation. Also, that is a hundred percent true. I think about it every time I look at Christmas lights or people putting up Christmas lights, especially that the first time you wore a hat, I think maybe it wasn't the first time you wore a hat. We it, did, we did yeah, a, it was the first time. It was the first yeah, time. Yeah. We did a shoot at, um, uh, Houndstooth Saloon in, in Lakeview by, by my place where they did a, a pop-up Christmas vacation bar. Yep. I mean, it's like, that is an iconic, iconic Christmas movie. And also it's super relatable too, because I, I'm, I don't know if you've ever done this. I'm guessing you have at some point. A lot of people at some point will take a vacation on Christmas or around Christmas or just yeah. like get away during the Christmas season. Yeah. I mean, there there has been usually uh, for my family, we stay here. Like we are just – we're here and like – I have it besides two Christmases. Yeah, exactly. I mean it's, I can think of probably two Christmases where I have not been here. Um and now, especially like for me, uh, having not only my family but my in-laws, uh, both from the area here, uh, and then my kids, where it's like, I don't want to 
take my kids away from the experience of being 100%. home for Christmas. And um, I didn't go away for Christmas until I was like 17. Yeah, I think I was probably, I think I was in college the first time, uh, to be honest. But everybody has the experience of having that uncle or great uncle or family members coming to your house or going to their house for Christmas or Christmas dinner and like just the zaniness that happens because everybody has that one uncle, right? Or that one relative who is the black sheep or the like whatever. And everybody has an experience. It's not every year, but like where something goes wrong, right? Like the turkey is dry and, poofs right or a squirrel is in the christmas tree or you know like things like that there's always one thing yeah that happens and you have that story hey remember that time that xyz yeah no you're right i'm actually i wish i had put this on my list because it's i feel it's pretty undeniable it's it's more relatable too than um obviously home alone uh more relatable than a christmas story too I think this is like of the of the all the movies we discussed. Besides maybe Rambo, this is the most relatable Christmas movie. Well, Rocky Four. Rocky Four, yeah, everyone can kind of connect with that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, if you can't connect with Rocky Four, you better check your emotions because something's wrong. Yeah, no, that's a good number one. Would you have Christmas Story three? Uh, I had Christmas Story at uh, four. You had a four. Elf four was three. Yeah. I mean, five, five. Did numbers. I have a five? No, your five was. Um, no, I don't even remember. Oh, my five was White, uh, Christmas. White Christmas. Yeah, this is three or four. Christmas Story was three or four somewhere okay, in there. Yeah, I mean they're all they're all good. Like we're talking iconic Christmas movies. Right? Christmas Story, Christmas Vacation, Home Alone, Rocky Four. I mean these are movies that people sit down every Christmas and watch with their family, huddled around a fire, eating chestnuts, drinking bourbon. Eating Christmas cookies, whatever. Usually in that order, too. We go from a Christmas story on TBS, 24 hours, to 24 hours of Rocky Four on, yep. on USA. Uh-huh. So Now, let me ask. Because you didn't include any uh, Lifetime movies. But I understand that there are guilty pleasure. Hallmark. Movies. Hallmark, sorry. I mean, it's kind of the same thing, right? Well, Lifetime has this whole feminine connotation to it. I guess Lifetime is the one where somebody gets murdered. Yeah, yeah. Right? Okay. So, Hallmark movies. I have never seen any of them. However, I know that there is a formula that plays out in every single one of these movies. Right? Yeah. Which makes knowing that makes it enjoyable. Now, do you watch it a la Mystery Science Theater 3000? Kind of, uh, yeah, because it's it's just me and my girlfriend who make commentary through the whole thing, and it's like it's it's enjoyable. So you ha- you can't watch it sitting down thinking you're gonna watch a great Christmas movie or a movie with twists and turns that's gonna inspire you. You know everything that's gonna happen from the first five seconds. You watch it for the commentary. So you'd never watch them alone. You're never gonna get anything out of it. You and your wife should sit down, go binge a bunch of them, and if you like. I think after one or two, if if you're like going through in that mystery science theater three thousand kind of mindset, I think you'll 
you'll enjoy it and get addicted to them pretty quickly. They're addicting. Teenagers from outer space. What is that? Teenagers from outer space. What is teenagers from outer space? I don't know what that is, B Dubs. But they're they're addicting. They're always a fake fake town like Christmasville or like uh, like Christmas Cookie Land or something. They're always with a like a handsome dude. One of my favorite. Oh, mystery science theater. Oh, okay. okay, that makes more sense. Uh, a handsome dude and a woman who's like a lawyer or like some kind of thing where she's like too stressed out about work and like misses the like true spirit of Christmas. And then this man she falls in love with like reminds her about Christmas or something like that. It's, it's always they're int- I actually know somebody that writes a few of these. Um, they're intentionally like this. And I never, before I started watching them, I never understood why they would purposely make a terrible movie over and over again, in the same formula, but change the actors and actresses just slightly. And now that I've watched 25, 30 of them, I totally understand it. I mean, it's because it's it's literally it's like reality TV. Mad Libs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and it's fun. Knowing that, it's fun. So I'd recommend that you go through a few of them and we can do a podcast on Hallmark movies. I just watched a new one last night. I'm blanking on the name. It's brand new. They're on Netflix now, too. So I don't know if they're technically Hallmark movies or making this same formulaic thing just for Netflix. I don't remember the name of the movie now, but... I see your girlfriend's in here. Oh, if she's not listening, apparently, because she would chime in if she knew. Um, she should feel free to chime in. The name of the movie... Well, okay, so it's about a cop, a female cop, and she falls for... She, like, starts going on a date with this guy suspected of being a thief, and she's, like, supposed to investigate him, but she starts falling for him, and at the end they find out that he wasn't actually a thief, so she can actually date him. And it's it's hilarious how it's like, and they're in the police station. It just says like police across the wall and stuff because they can't name a city. They don't say where they are. Uh, it's so good. I gotta look it up now. I mean, I I don't know. Like, I guess for a certain to a certain element of that, like we used to watch the like Miss America pageant. A Christmas catch. A Christmas catch. Get it? Because it's like romantic and it's yeah. like catching the people. Yeah. To catch a predator, I would recommend uh, a Christmas Prince. This is like your entryway. Christmas Prince, Christmas Prince Two, a Royal Wedding, and then Christmas Prince Three. I think is a Royal Baby. It's a trilogy, and they actually do get better. I, I mean, that's uh, that seems to be an exception to the rule, correct? Yeah, but yeah, there's a, there's a million out there. I, I think uh, we're gonna be watching them like every week. And now that Netflix makes makes them on their own now. There's just a whole collection. Like, Netflix can get away with making them on their own because their original movies are always terrible anyway. It's not like they can kind of, like, do it intentionally and have bad movies instead of, like, just making <clears throat> crap movies on accident. I, I, I got nothing. I got nothing to add to that because I just... I don't know. It just... It it doesn't seem appealing. I don't. I guess I, I just don't understand the appeal. Like you got. I know. I, it doesn't make any sense. You got to watch them. Um, our 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 friend Amelia Hamilton does a podcast on Hallmark movies too. Sorry, gotta blow my nose. You go do that. Slow COVID. Um, just watch it. And you'll you'll start to get it. Hopefully, but without watching them, you'll never understand the appeal. That sound is Chris blowing his nose. 
Uh, we covered a lot, a lot of ground here. Do you want to end on that? On COVID? On, on yeah. On your... Uh... I mean, we can talk about COVID. Can we talk about COVID? <laughs> I bet you blowing your nose. Oh, me blowing my nose. Well, there's nothing wrong with me blowing my nose. It's not like... I mean, like, B-Dubs has seen me blow my nose on camera before, so... A COVID uh, Hallmark Christmas movie seems like the next logical thing, though. Can't have they not made one yet? I don't think so. But they're, they're all coming out right now. Like, Hallmark will release a batch that come out, like, every weekend in November, December. So, like, I don't even know what the new movies are. See, like, that would have been one to call a Christmas catch. Ooh. <laughs> Christmas variant. Uh... Oh, that's good. It blows for sure. He's, he's you know, that's making a pun. Yeah. Me blowing my nose. Maybe we should write that one. Blowing my nose? No, Christmas Christmas catch, Christmas. A COVID one? A COVID Christmas. All right. Do you think we could get a, uh, Amelia in on this? We can, like, have a whole, like, writing team. Actually, we should have her on. She, she's a huge, she does the podcast on, um. Hallmark movies. We should have her on the podcast to talk about Hallmark movies. I'm down for it. We should do that soon. Well, anyways. No, we answered that earlier, actually. Uh, we are planning to watch it, I think, just for, um, I don't know, to like put ourselves through the experience and try to analyze how bad it was. Like how I had to watch uh, Coming to America 2? Yeah, it's kind of the same concept, but this is apparently the sixth Home Alone. So we will watch it, and we'll we'll do something on it, but not uh, not willingly. Well, I guess it is willingly, but not not because we want to. Begrudgingly, watch it. yeah. Maybe COVID Christmas with a sequel. Christmas blows. I mean, I feel like there is something called Christmas blows, right? If not, a, I mean, maybe a song, but Christmas blows. That's not. No, that's, that's not definitely not. No. Okay. Yeah. Don't not don't Google that. Not safe for work, guys. Not. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Do we have anything else? Anybody have anything else that they want to add? We're talking about Christmas movies, because we are, you know, squarely in the Christmas season now, and uh, I imagine we'll probably. Turn this into a into an episode. Of yeah, some this variety, will be out. right. You guys were on the ground floor. You saw it first, but this will come out to the general public probably on next Monday. So be on the lookout for that. For the handful of you that are here, if you're not subscribed, iTunes, Spotify, Recliner Reviews, YouTube, VelvetHamster.com, backslash or excuse me, YouTube.com backslash VelvetHamster, Facebook, Facebook.com backslash VelvetHamster. You can see all the episodes there. Get some good comedy there, too. I have pushed you guys to uh, Velvet Hamster, so uh, you should definitely go check it out there. Good comedy. Yeah. Comedy writing. That's it, I guess. Uh, thank you guys for your questions and comments. Yeah. I kept it fun. Yeah, I appreciate it, you guys. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be doing this again. Uh, we really wanted to test this out and see how... We could interact on this with a with a live episode, uh, and this I think worked out better than kind of the alternative of having 
the live while we're doing an episode. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that would like that two different work. two different things, right? That would work. Um, but uh, you know, I I, th- I think this is uh, has been a, a an educational experience. Yeah, uh, for the, nothing else. The interaction is uh, is great. Right off the bat, it was good. Immediately, it's Die Hard a Christmas movie. Have you seen the new Home Alone? All the pressing questions. So, until next time. Until next time. Yep. Thank you, guys. Thank you.